Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie's here to answer your vet medical questions at 1-866-405-8405. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn bringing the haha. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Bobby working feverishly on news. What are you doing? Well, you know, it is the holidays, and we do like to see mistletoe hanging around from time to time. Yep. But that's one of many dangers <laughs> for pets in the house. Really? Hell, okay. stop kissing Vinny. He doesn't like it. <laughs> so we'll give you a whole list of what to avoid this holiday with your pets coming up in the news. Tell him to stop standing there, and Actually, I won't kiss I, him. I, I think he likes it. <laughs> We're pretty lucky. We get to take our, our animals to work. Not a lot of people get to do that. one 405 8405 Hi, this? Hi, this is Lisa. I'm also a, an over-the-road truck driver. Do you get to take your pet with you? Yeah, we're, we uh, have one pet on the truck, but I wanted to comment on the, the gentleman who was discussing that a lot of the truck companies do not allow uh, animals on the truck. I've been driving for almost 14 years now. Started out as a company driver, been owner out for 11 years, and I have to tell you, there's so many trucks. And I think every driver should be allowed to have a pet. Yeah. But the problem with the um, the truck drivers is this is such a confined area. If you put a dog in here, um, and if they're a medium to large sized dog, they have to have room to run. And when a driver's responsibility is to keep the truck moving down the road to make their pickups and deliveries, the dog tends to need some. It gets that anxiety. To around. We, we tried having dogs on the truck. It just wasn't for us, so we ended up keeping cats. But the fact of the matter is, you've got an animal that's that big like a Rottweiler, and I, we've seen so much damage done to the trucks, and as an owner-operator, we know what the costs are involved. They, from them jumping from seat to seat due to anxiety and movement of people moving around the truck, because they tend to be guard animals for the truck, in the excitement of the activity outside, they bounce from seat to seat and they tear holes in the seat. Sure. One of these seats start at about six hundred fifty dollars to replace. Yeah, they're, they're not cheap. I'll tell you that right now. But no. dogs definitely need a little more exercise than cats. So if you're getting a dog for the truck, you got to be able to stop every few hours and run them. Exactly. And especially the bigger dogs need that. Exactly. And I don't think it's fair for the dogs to be on the truck because we've we've seen, we've watched, we've heard. They, they chew on the corners of the seats. They'll chew on the armrests. They'll chew on the steering wheels. They chew on the um, the handles to the uh, the doors. They've been known to um, to chew the dash, the uh, the stick shift. The bigger dogs are the ones that tend to do more of your damage because they. Well, what what I've noticed, and I can tell you, I've I've known several of our friends that have had Rottweilers. One, in fact, had two Rottweilers and six cats on their truck. But the fact is, when you get that settler size of a dog, the anxiety kind of goes up. And I, I think is they don't want to be that confined in that, that small of an area for long periods. There are dogs that will work in that situation, though. Not, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think the smaller dogs are much more equipped to handle that. Yeah. But all in all, I think every driver should have the right to have one out here. Let them a choose. A lot of companies actually have deposits. You're required to pay a deposit oh. anywhere from $300 on up. Wow, okay. Well, at least they have the option. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I think they should have.
have, I, I, I personally think if they want to have a refundable deposit, I think that gives the truck driver a better responsibility of taking care of the truck. But the other thing is, I think they should be required to sign a statement that, or, or whatever you call it, contract that says, listen, if I'm going to have an animal on your truck, which is a company's truck, I'm going to take the responsibility and make sure that my animal doesn't do any damage. And if my animal does the damage and it exceeds that deposit, then I will be responsible for the remaining damages done to the truck. And that way, all drivers will be responsible for taking care of their animals so that other drivers can have the animals on the and that's a big part. Okay, that sounds like an equitable solution. Thank you for your call. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. If you've ever used Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella for birth control, you must listen to this important notice. The FDA says these drugs may cause serious heart and health problems. If you or a loved one took Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella and developed any complications, these pills may be to blame. Call Phillips National Injury Group to protect your rights. If you suspect these drugs may have caused a serious injury, this announcement is for you and your family. Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella may cause deep vein thrombosis, pulmonary heart attack, stroke, or even death. If so, you or your family may be entitled to significant compensation. For legal help with the effects of Yaz, Yasmin, and Ocella, call the Phillips National Injury Group at 800-950-1094. That's 800-950-1094. Injured by Yaz, Yasmin, and Ocella, call 800-950-1094. Attorney responsible for this advertisement is Phillips National Injury Group with offices at 20 East Thomas Road, Suite 2600, 26th Floor, Phoenix, Arizona, 85012. Admitted in Arizona and California. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, cases of this type may be referred to local counsel for principal responsibility. This is an advertisement and a paid announcer. What kind of horror people are you? You think it's funny for a baby to get eaten by a monkey? Oh, what did he say? He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. Boy. Done your shopping yet there? Are you kidding? It's not Christmas Eve yet, is it? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I like to go out afterwards. I avoid the relatives until after the holidays because you get better deals. So if I don't go to their house until after the holidays, I can get the gifts then. Oh, yeah. Well, tomorrow is the second busiest shopping day of the year. Oh, see, I don't like that. It's nuts. It's quiet. All you have is returns after the holidays. I don't go in those lines. Hanukkah, 12 days. Well, Hanukkah starts today, 12 shopping days before Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to my Jewish brethren. Um, and, you know, happy Merry Christmas <laughs> to every. You know, we all have one common religion, and it's I the like love. I when he says his Jewish brethren. Yeah. How? Well, let's face it. Our one common religion is our love for our animals. And, yeah, uh, that's true. Every Saturday we get together here like church. It's like church. This is church for us. Dr. Debbie. Animal church. Answering your vet medical questions, helping you. It's like a hospital church. And then Vlade with the behavior questions. It's mm-hmm. like a, a behavior training hospital church. It's just all in this one. Is sounding more and more like a loony bin. Yeah, yeah. like well, a cult. <laughs> Vinnie Penn with the haha. So it's like it's like a night a at the improv <laughs> at a hospital mm-hmm. with a church. Mm-hmm. And animal like communicator Joy Turner. Yeah, I can't even I remember him all now. Tie that one in. 
<laughs> Good luck. We're all here at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Disney's also here with us this weekend with another Yay! another oh, zippity <laughs> learning system and the Disney Princess. And the Frog Learning Game, of course, that opened yesterday. And uh, did you see yeah. it? Of course, we went out of course and saw we it. Did. It was it was it was really uh, good. Are you okay, Hal? It was a uh, little verklempt. I, I am a little verklempt. They say that uh, Hal cries at cartoons. People, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Judy and I wouldn't sit with him. We they sit by used <laughs> real frogs in the studio. What? They used real frogs in the studio to create the animation. To get it right. They, huh? they actually brought a yeah. whole host of frogs into the studio. Wow. We do that here, too, for a completely different reason. Ribbit. But uh, they... And... Yeah. So that's... It's a nice twist on, on the frog and the princess story, you know, if you follow me on that. I don't want to give away any details, but you'll love it. But, you know, we've had the Dalmatians had their 15 minutes. About time the frogs got their mm-hmm. 15 that's minutes. That's what I'm saying. Frog adoptions will probably go up this week because of this. <laughs> please, please adopt and spay and neuter your frogs. I wonder if you have to spay and neuter your frogs. I, well, I think you I should. wonder how you spay and neuter your frog. <laughs> how do you tell what kind of a frog it is? Lift its back leg. I don't know. We'll have to ask Dr. Debbie. She, she's working her way into the studio right now, and we'll ask her. She probably has frogs as uh, pet patients. I'm sure she has an answer. Don't you think? Yeah. Right. yeah. Las Vegas, of course. Yes. So we'll have a zippity learning system before the end of the show. Also today, what is dog and party hats? What is that about, Judy? Doesn't that say it all? Okay, dogs so, and party hats. Something about dogs and party hats. I really it's don't a, know. It's a contest. It is a contest. Yes, okay. it is a contest. And then our friend Jeff Mott joining us with the top ten pet gadgets. He always has the unusual, the very yeah. weird things for your weird. pets. And he joins us again this year. It's all right here on Animal Radio. What are you working on there in the newsroom, Bobby? It is cold out. It's winter. Duh. So, yeah. Well, it, there's some things you have to do, not just for yourself, but for your pets. We're going to have some winter warm-up reminders coming up for you in the news. one 405 8405 Hi, Doug. Well, good afternoon. How are you doing? Well, I, uh, I'm doing fine, but I, I think I need to uh, get a little advice on my uh, Pomeranian. Well, I got Dr. Debbie right here. Well, okay. hi there. How's it going, Doug? Pretty good, uh, Dr. Debbie. It's nice uh, being able to talk to you. Oh, I, uh, wonderful. Saw, How can I, I help you? I saw the article in the paper today ah. and wrote it down. <laughs> I thought now would be a good uh, time to, to make a, a call to a vet. Uh, All right. I have a champagne-colored <clears throat> Pomeranian. She's uh, 11 years old, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> she started to have some drips, uh, teardrops come out of her eyes, uh, more so... Uh, in the last month and than ordinary and I've been washing her face but it's still pretty brown uh, I had her to the vet uh, to the uh, groomer yesterday and uh, we were talking about it might be in her diet now her diet is, has never changed since I, I've had her mm-hmm. she's on uh, the dry food from uh, you know the uh, usual pla- uh, places what food specifically I, I have her on uh, uh, Elpo, uh, or pedigree, uh, and, uh, uh, lamb and rice, uh, okay. ch- chicken and, and rice and, and, uh, food like that. She gets that in the morning after we have our walk. The other dog is a little, uh, Yorkshire, toy Yorkshire Terrier. And so they, they don't really eat too much of the, of the wet food. Okay. So they get a, and- they get a, 
about an eighth of a can in the morning. Okay. And, and I know if, if you're not a regular listener to the show, Hal is always, we're always kind of battling back and forth about brands of dog food. <laughs> so there's what we call the premium brand foods, and then there's kind of the grocery store brands. And it sounds like you're kind of shopping in that grocery store brand. And, and I don't know that if this has been a problem that's come on just now, that I'm going to necessarily go looking at the diet as a cause. And am I correct? Is this a problem that's only really appeared now as she's gotten older, or has she had this through her it's whole just, life? It's just more so now, and uh, it stains more than it used to. Okay. Uh, she all, has always had a little, but, you know, nothing that would make it dark brown. Okay. Okay. Well, Doug, I'm going to tell you the first thing that I would examine um, in a pet who has this concern. And is it one eye or both eyes? Both eyes. Both eyes. Okay. One of the first things that I look at, especially in an older pet that has a more sudden buildup of an eye discharge, is I'm going to actually look inside the mouth. And I'm going to go looking for dental disease. Sometimes we can't see it with our our plain eyes, um, but... Believe it or not, those dog teeth go very deep up into the sinus cavity. And if there's a little bit of infection brewing under the gum line, it can actually cause eye problems in dogs. So we can see more tearing. We can even see sores appear below the eye. And so that would be the, one of the first things that I would look at. And um, I would certainly say that should be checked by a veterinarian, not a groomer. <laughs> so no, I'd want to no. make sure we do a good, no, thorough I, exam. I have, I have but, one of the best... Uh, uh, Orthopedic, uh, neurological, neurological uh, vets in, in Las Vegas, uh, and awesome. I swear by him, and he's already taken care of her teeth. The other thing that I really look at with, especially with Pomeranians, the the breed can be one of many small breeds of dogs that can have problems with their nasal lacrimal ducts. And a lot of times if you get these little dogs, some people will say, oh, it's just normal for the breed for them to have watery eyes. Um, but there can be problems where the duct that drains the tears from the eye into the sinus area, where that can get clogged up. And that can happen where we see a lot more watery discharge from the eyes than normally. And sometimes it'll even fester and cause skin infections outside of the eyes. So that's another very common thing that we can check with a really thorough eye exam and sometimes doing um, a flushing of those ducts. So those kind of things we can check pretty easily and help to rule out the cause of that. Now, if we're seeing that brown color coming from tears... It's not always something to get too panicky about because dogs have a pigment in their tears called porphyrin, and it kind of stains the fur kind of a red-brown. And we see that with with dogs' feet. If they lick their feet a lot, you'll see they turn kind of red-brown. So the color itself isn't so much a concern as I would try to find the source of that and see if we can rule out either the teeth or um, a blockage of that duct or some other eye-related problem and, and see what we might have to do there. Okay, well, it sounds like I'd better take it back to our vet. Yes, uh, always good to get these kind of things checked with that old veterinary eye up close and personal. Thank you so much for your call, Doug. It was a pleasure. Well, thank you very much. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. Listen closely. 
Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K90 Warmer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. You're listening to Animal Radio. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all imbibing in eggnog a little early, I think. Yeah. Should wait till after the show? I think you've had enough, Al. <laughs> Vinny Penn with his family in studio, animal communicator Joy Turner, and Susan Sims with Fido Friendly Travel Talk with giveaways today. I, I don't know, bungee puppies? What's this about? I have to tell you, this is one of my very favorite products for 2010, but it's still 2009. And it is a leash. It's like a shock absorber. Oh. Your dog jerks away from you, but it doesn't jerk your arm off. You you have to see it to believe it. This is perfect for you, Judy, and that ladybug who's <laughs> seven pounds. But let me tell you, she, once she takes off, she can take you running with her. So uh, there's going to be giveaways? There's actually ten. Ooh. So you, ha- you never know when we're going to give these away. So you have to listen to the whole show show for your chance to win okay that happens before the end of the show today also from disney a big 2d animation movie just like old time it's the princess and the frog hey, you got it right and we have a zippity learning system and uh, disney and the princess's frog learning game one of those zippity high energy learning systems it's for the kids kind of like a wee for children get some dancing jumping yeah. playing and learning with the uh, disney characters they love plus two movie t-shirts frog slippers <laughs> And mini posters, yes. I'm going to try on the frog slippers before I send them out to you when you win this. I think they're for kids now. Probably won't fit in them, huh? Okay. That's all before the end of the show today. Hey, Vlade, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Thank you. Very excited. It's my second uh, winter in California. Really enjoying this winter. You know, I forgot the time when I was shoveling the snow and pick up the leaves. Yeah, in Michigan. (laughs) We don't don't have winters in California. Not in Southern California. No, we sure don't. You must uh, really miss Michigan, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not at this time of the year. You know, it's a great time in Michigan. Great weather during the uh, summer, but around this time, I better be here. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, the top ten pet gadgets, and not just uh, pet gadgets. Unusual pet gadgets. New pet product picks coming up. You'll love these. 
you know, last week we did a countdown. It was boring. It was, you know, it, it wasn't boring. These were some just, great products that we used here in the studio. Some, yeah, they were tried and true. But the, yes. what Jeff Mod has with the pet gadgets coming up, some fun things like the, uh, can I tell them about this? I can't tell them about this Don't yet. Give it away. Okay. If they have looking, to tune in to hear. If you're looking for that last minute gift for the holidays, 12 days left, you'll want to be listening for that in just a few minutes. Dr. Debbie, she's our veterinarian, and she comes in every weekend to celebrate and answer your questions with us. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, preparing some kind of beverage and sharing it with the staff, as we asked him not to do. Don't. You didn't hey, drink that, did you? Hey, it's not that bad, you I drank have to it. say. Oh, my You gosh. didn't, did you? You tried it? <laughs> I, I love uh, tea in general, and, you know, I'm, I'm up for international uh, learning, so hey. Dr. Debbie, I, I encourage your enthusiasm, but I'm going to have to ask you to, to drink that after we get off the air. And, Just and wait then take until, a taxi home. For Don't so, drive. Yeah. For some reason, it affects Vlade differently. Yeah. Uh, Vinny, of course, won't touch it. He's brought in the kids today. He's such a family man. And animal <laughs> communicator Joy Turner all joining us. Which one are we going to, Judy? Line one. Uh, and line one is Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. How are you? Um, hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Where are you today? I'm in Houston, Texas. Beautiful Houston. How can we help you? I guess I have a... Um a question for Dr. Debbie. I have a dolphin's cockatoo, and uh, she's been chewing on her tail, on her, well, her tail feathers and her wing feathers. And is she pulling any feathers out, or is she just chewing on them? She's just chewing them. The feathers are not not, not coming out. Okay. And do the feathers look normal? Um, are they growing feathers, or what we call the immature feathers, or are they already fully uh, fully developed? They're fully developed. They, they were fully developed in about, uh, you know, I think she started about a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed that, you know, I thought she was preening. And then, um, you know, I noticed that her feathers looked a little, you know, different, a little ruffled and um, just just not normal. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, so but she's been, she continues to do that. I don't know if it's... Um, uh, nutrition deficiency, or if it's the time of the mm-hmm. year when they, uh, you know, that they're—I don't know if they're molting. Um, yeah, well, and birds definitely will molt throughout the year, and that that process takes weeks, sometimes months, as they get new feathers that replace the old ones. So, and that's a continual cycle. So we should never, you know, really have a bald bird um, because as those old ones fall out, the new ones will be growing in. Now, I'd have to say, Sylvia, that you've just raised one of the most daunting questions in all of avian veterinary medicine, because feather picking and feather-related problems in birds are the most frustrating uh, one that we deal with. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, because it is a multifactorial problem. And you ask, you know, could this be something nutritional? Could it be behavioral or medical? And the answer is yes, all of the above. And that's what makes it so challenging, is that sometimes it can be something medical, such as an infection, allergies, mites. Sometimes it can be something like a nutritional shortcoming. Um, it can also be behavioral in that, um, you know, cage birds, they're beautiful, but out in the wild, they do a lot of bird things. And that is that that occupies their time and their mind. And in a caged indoor setting, we kind of make it simple. We put this little thing of food in front of them and we we talk to them we play with them but we've eliminated a good part of their day that's spent being a bird and doing what we call foraging so some of these things are very 
uh, I would never say easy, but some of them can be straightforward. The first thing I would recommend is you do need to find a good avian veterinarian in your area that's comfortable with things because there's some basic tests that we would start with. Um, some of them are related to the feather themselves, where we look at the feather under a microscope, take samples from the skin, and even do lab work. So all of that being said, there's an extensive history we go through if we're trying to help figure out if there's a behavioral-related problem. But some simple things that I would say is one thing that you can do is to try to make enhance your bird's um, uh, environment, and that can also help to decrease boredom and some of the feather-picking-related behaviors. So to do that, you basically have to think how a wild bird would act and eat, and I would offer some foraging opportunities for her. And that would be uh, putting food on the floor, hiding it in uh, little pieces of newspaper, and sometimes we'll even make like wood perches and drill holes and stick their food in there so that they get the opportunity to really think and work, kind of like a toddler, you know, like putting blocks together. So we want birds to think about food that way. And then that helps to take some of their time and their efforts off of picking themselves. Um, that may help you, but I think really you're going to need to see a good avian veterinarian and really get a little bit of some baseline ideas if we have something medical we need to try in addition to that. So I know that's not a lot of an answer, but uh, it's the honest truth. Yes, I was already thinking about, you know, uh, taking, her, taking her to a, to a veterinarian, So, but I just wanted to just get some input from you. Sure, yeah. And I'd say that, you know, um, depending on diet-wise, as far as if she's on seed or pellet or uh, home-cooked foods, you know, there's a lot we can get into that I probably can't cover all of the time limits where Hal gives me that that look, where he gives me the thumb, you know, like, (laughs) come on, speed it up, get off the phone. (laughs) But uh, there's definitely a lot of opportunity we can help your bird. um, uh, But I'd say let's get you in the right channels and uh, see if we can help your baby. Thanks for your call, Sylvia. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the dream team. That could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog behavior issues. Writing a book. Need comic advice? Vinny Penn. Why is he on this show? We have no... We love him. He brings his whole family and he loves the animals. Animal communicator Joy Turner also joining us today. Susan Sims has giveaways. I like that you can re-gift them for the holidays. That's how I think. (laughs) Bobby working on news. And the AKC, that stands for the American Kennel Club, has asked Animal Radio to help them put together a list for their top 125 dogs in popular culture. Yay! What, what is your favorite famous dog? Can you help us with the list? Who's your? What about you, Bobby? Who's your? Me? Yes. Me? I'm pointing to you. The, okay. The Who do you think I'm pointing one, to? The first one, if I was the guy behind me, the first one that jumped to my little mind it was Rin Tin Tin, and that's going to yep. show how old I am. Rin Tin Remember Rin Tin Tin? Yes, the, the German Shepherd. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, let's put that on the list. So that's Rin my tin that's tin my first. Tin. I vote Rin Tin Tin for my vote. What about you? You know me. I like, uh, you know, the cartoon characters. I like Triumph, that uh, cigar-smoking one from Conan, the, the Rottweiler oh, the dog. Conan dog. Triumph the insult, insult dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoking a cigar. Hey, Ju- Judy, yeah. he, he's not a real dog. I know. <laughs> Okay. Right, I just, you know, I don't want to ruin the illusion, but no, it's not real. that's okay. Animal communicator Joy Turner, who do you think should be inducted into the Hall of Fame of the top 125 dogs in popular culture? 
Well, you know, I'm kind of a golden retriever nut, so I would have to say the dogs that have been starring on those Home Again movies. Oh, with the you mean with the the McAuliffe kid? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. That's Home Alone. Oh. The Home Again are where the dogs or the dogs and cats are someplace, and they have to find their way back home again. Guido, oh yeah. Look that up, Guido, and find out what that is. So There's we can usually put it on the list. The Siamese cat and two dogs. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah, they have to make the trek across to find their families. Yeah. yeah that one. Yeah. Do you remember Richard Nixon's dog, Checkers? He would often talk about Checkers. No, but you know, I remember uh, Buddy, Bill Clinton's dog. Oh, yeah. Now, there's a couple more. Let's put these on. The- what about McGruff, the crime dog? That's the first dog I ever came in contact with in kindergarten. <laughs> That's always a good one. Mm-hmm. Very good. Animal communicator Joy Turner, we're going to take some calls in just a couple of minutes. one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats, too. And we feed it to our cats. They absolutely love it. You love them like family. I do. So feed them like family with Blue. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A newly adopted dog named Toby may have saved the lives of his New Jersey owners. John and Cheryl Kramer and their nine-year-old daughter were sound asleep when John was awakened by the howling of Toby, the Norwegian elk hound the family had just adopted two weeks earlier. When he went downstairs to check on their new dog, he saw flames coming from the basement. As smoke was filling the house, John quickly opened Toby's crate and ran upstairs to wake his family. The Kramer family, including Casey, another elk hound sleeping upstairs, were able to escape safely, thanks to Toby and his quick thinking, or howling. Sounds like another good reason to consider adopting a dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Winter will bring snow and bitter cold to most of the country, and now is the time for pet owners to check their pets' shelters. Dog houses should be checked for cracks and leaks, and it's also a good time for some new bedding. You can use carpet, blankets, or straw, depending on what your dog likes. Remember to make sure your dog's house is actually the right fit and not too big. Having a dog house that's too big will just mean a colder winter for your dog. And cats need something more than a barn and a box to stay warm. Provide an actual cat house with clean bedding and water. And finally, remember to keep your pet's water bowl full and unfrozen. Here's a hefty uh, reminder for you this holiday season. Never let your pet monkey play with a baby. Uh A grandmother found that out the hard way a few weeks ago. She was visiting relatives in LaPorte, Indiana, when she was holding the baby near the monkey's cage. The monkey, for some reason, grabbed the baby's clothes and began banging the baby's head against the side of the cage, which is never good. The baby was treated at a local hospital and released. Baby is fine. Incident, however, was reported to local police by hospital authorities. No word on whether that monkey will face charges. A recent Associated Press poll of pet owners showed that more of them intend to add their pets to their holiday shopping list. This year, 52% of pet owners plan on buying Christmas or Hanukkah gifts for their pet 
wouldn't that mean they'd have to buy seven of them, Hale? Yes. Okay. Well, eight, That's actually. up from it was twelve. Eight. Uh-huh. Is it twelve? I don't know. <laughs> like I said, okay. this is my own religion, okay? <laughs> And you're real good at it. That's up from 43% last year. The poll responses showed that 40% of male pet owners will buy a pet present versus 62% of female respondents. Choices include plush holiday-themed toys and anything shaped like a bone. (laughs) I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Your home can be full of hazards. Here's a tip to minimize dangers. Keep antifreeze out of reach. It has a sweet aroma and taste, but can be fatal. Also, be careful when using baited pesticides. These products are scented to attract pests, but can also lure our pets. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Bay and neuter your pets. Jimi Hendrix, a big cat lover, if you didn't know that. You probably knew that, Bobby, because you're like the rock goddess. No, I do. I, how do you, I was going to just ask you, how do you know that, Hal? Are you just making that up? I, Are you, like, tripping or what? I, did you just insinuate <laughs> that I would make something up? Uh-huh. Of course not, Bobby. one 405 8405 In front of me, a can of poop freeze. We just got a case of poop freeze. This is... Uh, oh, me. boy. Here. I'll give you some. You should take some of this. I don't want that. It's no. weird stuff. It's yes, like, I guess you're supposed yeah, to huh? spray it on poop and it freezes it. You spray it on your own poop. Now. <laughs> you do this a few years back? Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't have what is that? favorable results. Didn't you like get poop all over the studio? When yeah, you were... because I sprayed it on the poop and the poop went flying. I guess I got too oh. close. I don't Maybe know what I did Maybe you're supposed to hold wrong. the nozzle back a little bit, Judy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, but that's funny. Yeah, the poop hit the fan, literally. There are so many reasons that Bobby has requested her own booth and that she's in her own booth uh-huh. there. But the rest Flying of us, poop is one of them. Sharing the same air, Dr. Debbie Vlade, Vinny, and uh, animal communicator Joy Turner, as well as Susan and Britt Savage. Coming up in just a few minutes, have you ever wondered about the dogs that were rejected as the first dog? Huh. Oh, oh that's kind of sad. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you should bring that up. Obama went through a lot, of, a lot of dogs to, to figure out to which, one, yeah. which one. Animal communicator Joy Turner is on right now with Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Where are you today? I'm in California today. I'm a truck driver. Okay, beautiful, sunny California today, and you're on with Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. How are you doing? Marvelously, thanks. And who would you like to talk to today? I'd like to talk to Willie and Waylon. They just passed on Sunday. Is it too soon? Uh, no, no, that's fine. Are they dogs? or? Yes, they're little miniature dachshunds. Okay, are they both boys? Yes. And how did they pass? They ran out of the yard and got hit by a car or several cars. I'm not sure. I didn't see it happen. Okay. Um, They both want to apologize and tell you how just unbelievably don't have the words for it. Sorry. They are that they've created such trauma for you. Did they go fast? Did they suffer? No, they. neither one of them have suffered. They just were gone almost instantly. Oh, good. And they, in and fact, okay. they are, right now what they're doing is their guides are telling me that they're 
resting, kind of like recovering, like if you had had a really hard thing that you were doing physically and you needed to have a little rest afterwards. Uh-huh. And then they'll I'll be... stay together? They are. They're together. They're going to stay together. That is their plan. Okay, because Waylon's never been with... And he's never been away from Willie. Willie takes care of him. They tell me that they are brothers. They like being brothers, and they'll probably always be brothers. And they want you to know they're fine. They're more worried about you and again they want to just give you their most deepest and most sincere apologies for being so short-sighted. I know they didn't mean to run out there and they don't have an idea. They don't know anything about cars so they didn't have any idea how much danger they were in. Yeah, they didn't have any fear which is actually good when you think about it, Kathy, because they weren't afraid going to do it. They felt an impact and were gone so there was no fear, no trauma, no anxiety there. Oh, that's Good. Kathy, we're yeah. running out of time, but I, I hope that answers some questions. If you want to talk to Joy Turner uh, off air or during the week, anybody can do this, by the way. Head on over to joyturner.com. She does half-hour, 40-minute sessions. I'm going to put you both off uh, air, and you can talk for just a second there. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. The top ten unusual pet gadgets. I'm losing my voice already. I think it's the eggnog. <laughs> I always blame it on No, I think it's too much vodka, which you, I share with you. Yeah, that's, I think uh, uh, Vladi's you're actually mixing eggnog over there. It appears yeah. mixing eggnog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like uh, you know uh, we always mixing American traditions uh, with Russian ones. So whatever we eating the turkey or something else, we always believe believe any turkey dinner or any dinner without vodka, it is like a icing without <laughs> cake or or sauce without steak. As we uh, sit around the fire roasting our chestnuts, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to Doctor Debbie or Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, or Vinnie Penn, or animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims. She has giveaways before the end of the show, also, and Bobby, who's uh, she's turned the light down in her booth, and you see incense. She doesn't even have her headphones on. I don't think she's even listening to the show. I don't she's just so. drinking eggnog over hey, there. Bobby, yeah. yeah. She's not listening. Bobby, enough. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, who's this? Uh, is it me? Am I on the air? Yes, you are, sir. <laughs> Hi. Uh, this is Glenn from San Diego. Hey, hey. Glenn. Hey, Glenn. <laughs> How are you? KGB is listening to you. How are you today? <laughs> Very good. Good. Uh, we have a connection here to Moscow, so you know you are in in on Russian radio as well. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I have a question about uh, uh, my, my, my current dog, and I'm thinking of getting a new dog. My current dog is uh, sort of the head of the household, the alpha. I, I have oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's, it doesn't sound good. Okay. And, uh, but I'm, I'm thinking of bringing in a new dog, and I was wondering if you had any advice on how to do that. Yeah, you first need to become alpha yourself. I mean, you have to push, uh, you have to, um, you know, push that, tell your first dog the job, uh, um, the job uh, opportunity or the job responsibility as the alpha is, uh, is, go is over. I mean, there is no close that position as the top dog in your family. Um, that is why I would highly suggest to enroll your dog in obedience school. Uh, what the breed of dog you have? Well, it's actually a small dog. It's a Shih Tzu. Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, I mean, he's the kind of guy when Could, you come couldn't you get the real duck? Why I've got Shih Tzu? Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Now, Ladybug <laughs> has a little bit of Shih Tzu in her. 
she? Yeah, Ladybug no. has a, you know, she, has he, she shoots you, but he, sometimes he has a pit bull attitude <laughs> when I come in, when she's out of humor. I don't know if probably she got it from uh, Judy or not. Sometimes it's transmittable. Now, what, what so kind of dog are you going to add? What, what kind of dog are you thinking of getting? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm asking for that kind of advice. You know, uh, uh, this one Good. is a small dog. I don't know if I should get a bigger one or a smaller no, one. No, no, no. No, you can get the same one, but you got to get opposite the breed. I mean, remember, people, whatever you... Dogs likes as the humans, opposites. So if you get the same, you're going to get a fight in your household. So if you have a female dog, don't get the female in other one, because fighting among the bitches is the worst in the world. <laughs> what, Judy, you're laughing at me? Yeah. Okay. I don't think she's I didn't laughing. What, what, no, you, what you was thinking that about? That wasn't a laugh, Lottie. Okay, so so the, uh, let me think, all of us. Let me think about who would be opposite to the shutsu. Uh, opposite to the shutsu would be pug. You know the pug. Oh, you know, pug. The, huh. the big pug. Yeah, yeah, big face you know, with the big eyes. This type of the thing. It looks like it's been chasing parked cars. <laughs> No, I'm serious. The pug would be great match to to, to the Shih Tzu. Uh, uh, do they have a lot of energy, or are they kind of quiet? What, what's the, you know, they look I, to the me meet. like they wouldn't be. What uh, is the concern? A, a pug looks like it wouldn't make a good friend for a Shih Tzu. I mean, I guess they're oh. both the same size. Yes, uh, but the pug has a lot of energy. He likes. Uh, don't get the puggle. Puggle are nuts. Don't get that one. Get just just the regular pug. How does Ben introduce Glenn? Introduce them. How does he introduce them? Okay, I'll allow some of your dogs sniff uh, butt. Not your butt, uh, your dog's butt first. Okay. Because when they're sniffing each other's butt, it's like you, you need to bring your old dog and the new dog and meet them on the neutral territory and momentarily allow your old dog sniff your new dog's butt. Should, should you bring the old dog to the shelter to pick the dog? That's going to be a good idea too, but uh, don't uh, make sure when you're introducing them, get to the quiet area, not where they are, everybody's barking. Just get somewhere on the, on the corner and uh, make sure bring... Uh, a new dog to the old one and allow your old one sniff in another dog's butt because when the dog sniffing somebody's in another dog's butt it means going on the Google or Yahoo for information <laughs> they're Googling each other they're Googling each other and uh, they will work it out I mean if you Shih Tzu has no aggressive bone in her body she's going to get along with another dog just fine make sure you get the opposite sex good luck to you there and uh, let us know how that works out send us pictures of your new family we always like to post those here at the studio one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Find out what we can do for you. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788.
If you've ever used Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella for birth control, you must listen to this important notice. The FDA says these drugs may cause serious heart and health problems. If you or a loved one took Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella and developed any complications, these pills may be to blame. Call Phillips National Injury Group to protect your rights. If you suspect these drugs may have caused a serious injury, this announcement is for you and your family. Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella may cause deep vein thrombosis, pulmonary heart attack, stroke, or even death. If so, you or your family may be entitled to significant compensation. For legal help with the effects of Yaz, Yasmin, and Ocella, call the Phillips National Injury Group at 800-950-1094. That's 800-950-1094. Injured by Yaz, Yasmin, and Ocella, call 800-950-1094. Attorney responsible for this advertisement is Phillips National Injury Group with offices at 20 East Thomas Road, Suite 2600, 26 Floor, Phoenix, Arizona, 85012. Admitted in Arizona and California. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, cases of this type may be referred to local counsel for principal responsibility. This is an advertisement and a paid announcer. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Welcome back. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. And my next guest, Lawrence Coconis from Bungie Puppy, is that a great product. All of us who have trouble walking our dogs will love to learn about. Hi, Lawrence, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Hey, it's my pleasure. Did I murder your last name? Uh, no, not too bad. It's been done much worse than that in the past. <laughs> Well, I, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> hey, so tell us about Bungie Puppy. We manufacture a dog leash, which is expandable, and it's made out of bungee cord. Um, the leash is really great for anybody with back, neck, or shoulder injuries, or even people training to walk a dog. Well, you know, it's a fabulous idea. How did you actually come up with it? I, I, have, I can visualize what happened, but can you tell me how you came up with such a great idea? Well, actually, one of our partners, Robert, we were manufacturing a different product with bungee cord, and one night before he went to bed, he took his dog out for a walk for the last time, and uh, the dog lunged after something. He slipped and fell down and dislocated his shoulders, broke a tooth. And from that point on, we experimented with tying bungee cord around the dog's neck to give us a chance to react to the sudden jerk and sudden pull of the dog. Wow, so this is really is healthy for both the uh, human and the dogs alike. Yes, ma'am, that's correct. Well, I think it's a wonderful idea, and I understand a few of our lucky listeners who call in today are going to receive a free bungee puppy leash. Yes, that's correct. For the first 10 callers today, I'd love to send them a bungee puppy dog's leash and the size that they need. Be among the first 10 callers. The number to call is one 866 405-8405 and you will win your very own bungee puppy leash. That number once again is 1-866-405-8405. Thanks, Lawrence, for taking the time to talk with me today. Susan, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with me and uh, you and all your listeners have a happy holiday. The same to you. And to learn more about Bungie Puppy, go online to their website at Bungie puppy.com that's spelled b-u-n-g-e-e puppy p-u-p-e-e happy holidays travel safe and leave no dog behind this is susan sims for fido friendly travel talk on animal radio
Vinny Penn coming at you. All right, so those of you who have been following the Party Animal segment all this time know that I live in Connecticut, getting a lot of snow this winter. But i got to tell you something. Before Christmas, at one point I got very creative. I noticed some weird footprints in the snow in front of my house. And I grabbed my daughter and I lifted her up and I said, do you see those footprints over there? And she was, her eyes went wide and I said, I think it's a reindeer. And I was very proud of myself. I was quick and I point, I'm like, they're staking out the house. Santa sent a reindeer to stake out a house to bring all your gifts. And these footprints, I really can't trace what the animal is. But the other day, I saw them leading up and around behind the shed. And my daughter spotted them. And she said, is the reindeer coming back? And I said, no. And quite frankly, Daddy's a little worried. And she said, well, go behind the shed and and see what it is. Now, I looked at these footprints. i got to take a picture. I'm going to talk to the gang at Animal Radio and see if I can take a picture of this footprint. And maybe we can post it on the Animal Radio site and you, you people can tell me what it is. If you ask me, I think it's a gigantic raccoon. It's like a half raccoon, half bear. That's what I think. And I will never go behind the shed. If my daughter ran by, hey, Daddy, I'm going to go and find out. I would just yell, you're on your own. Let me know what it is. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Oh, I love this holiday feeling I feel as I hit the malls. Theaters are opening with Princess and the Frog. Opened yesterday, in fact, the new Disney 2D animation. It's kind of fun because it's uh, reverting back to the the good old days of animation. And... uh, Boy, I'm looking at some of the facts here. The, the fun facts. Studios on fire. Studios on not, not really. The fun facts from Disney they sent us about the uh, frogs. Uh-huh. Animators and visual development artists invited a host of real frogs into the studio in order to truly appreciate what makes frogs frogs. Ribbit. I love it. <laughs> Brought them into this. We should do that so that we can understand what makes frogs. Yeah, and I, I bet a lot of people are going to start looking at frogs in a whole new light. That's you know, they're we, misunderstood. That's what we were saying is we're going to see frog sales go up Always here as adopt the alternative pet. and spay and neuter your frog. Can you spay and neuter a frog? I, I don't know if we need to do that. Do you? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I've heard that frog legs um, are quite uh, tasty, oh. too. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize for everyone who's listening oh, right geez. now. We're trying not to go there. Yeah. Well, there you go. So it came out in the theater. So try not to think of frog legs when you go see it. Uh, <laughs> the new Disney. Hey, we're going to have before the end of the show to support this movie, the Zippity Learning System at Disney's The Princess and the Frog Learning Game. And two movie t-shirts, frog slippers, and mini posters uh, to give away. And if you'd like to re-gift them to your granddaughter or kid, you can do that. Because I know... Finances are tough this time of year. Yes. We're going to two or three. Hey, hey, Wallace, have you done your shopping yet? Yes, sir. Got it all done. You did. You're all oh, done. Wow. Okay. Did Did you get stuff for the animals? <laughs> well, that's the only ones I haven't shopped for, actually. Okay. Got the kids taken care of. Well, make sure you got a sock hanging above the fireplace. Otherwise, Vinny's going to come over and kick your arse. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. He gets upset when your animals don't have the uh, sock up on the fire yeah. the mantle. A dog. You get a stocking for a cat. You get a stocking for all three of my dogs, including my horses, have them. So. Okay, good. All right. I have Doctor Debbie right. here. Maybe she can help you. I understand you have some medical problems. Well, I got a German short hair pointer that's around five years old, and he got a bone infection, and it started okay. making his like sinus cavity or 
whatever that's called in there, the bones. Ooh, it okay. turned it it turned it like a blackish color, make it started like decaying if you ask me. And we had a culture done and it just showed up as an infection, not cancer. Okay. And my dad's saying it might be better to put him down and he's been on a trimethacine or something like that, antibiotics. Okay, trimethoprim. Yeah, that could okay. be it. <laughs> yeah, now where, you said it's in his bone, in his nasal cavity? It started under his eye and worked its way to its nasal cavity. All right, well, and, and uh, as far as, have they had any luck as far as getting any samples of this uh, this stuff going on there? Uh, well, the vet had pulled some of that decaying bone out here a few weeks ago when we started him on the new antibiotic. He's had more than one procedure done because mm, he's wow. had problems with his eye. That's what started it all, I think. Yeah, and, and as far as, the, I guess the big things when I hear something like this is infection in the bone, especially in a younger dog. You know, we always kind of think of, you know, cancers out there. Cancer happens in animals just as it does in people. I mean, so that's always a possibility when we have something eroding into a bone. Um, but there are some very aggressive infections. Some are bacterial, which we might have an antibiotic on the shelf somewhere for. Some of them might be more in the fungus category. And uh, it is actually, fungus is a very common cause of some types of nasal infections and even eye infections. Um, so that would take a different approach. And I would actually, I'd probably say I'd like to see some investigation when I have a, a mass or an infection that's kind of working into bone. I like to check for some fungal elements. And we can do that by doing a blood test. Um, we can also do that by sending a biopsy. Out and it sounds kind of like your your vet's you know probably heading down that line and may have already checked for that, but um, that's definitely a you know an aggressive infection in its own right. So um, that would be the important thing is to see if we can get a good sample of the sucker and and try to get an accurate diagnosis because if you're giving antibiotics to a fungal infection. It's not going to do you any good, and we're not going to get ahead of this. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, and it's, I'm assuming you're having some problems there with your baby having some nose discharge, um, things like that. It's not bleeding like it was, but it's still bleeding, and when he breathes, sounds like he might have aspirated on some of the blood. He's gurgling sometimes. Oh, goodness. No, that doesn't sound good at all. And, no. you know, a lot of times um, when we're looking at the nose, it's a tough area to really get a good sample of by looking at the outside. So if we have a problem going up the nose or a discharge or something coming out that we can go investigate, you know, we can go up with a little camera, a little scope, just like they do in people, and we can look up there, and if we can't see a whole lot, we can still sample things from very high up in the nasal cavity. And, um, you know, sometimes we can find things like foreign objects in there. And it's not unheard of for a dog to get something like a foxtail or even a piece of grass wedged up far into the nasal cavity. Um, but you can't tell unless you go up and you can go poking up there with the scope. So um, those are just some thoughts that I had there, Wallace, as you were kind of talking about that with your your little one. And, um, you know, definitely if the antibiotic isn't kicking it in its butt, um, you know, then this infection, I'd say, I'd try to get a bit more aggressive here. So you think maybe get a second opinion on him? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're battling this and you're not feeling that you're getting anywhere and you're kind of running out of options, I think a second opinion is always a good thing. And, and this goes for humans as well as for veterinary medicine. Um, so, you know, it's not a bad idea just to get two heads kind of popping together and, and thinking independently and sometimes together. Uh, that's one great thing. You know, at my office, we have uh, five doctors. So sometimes you can get a second opinion under one roof. You don't get yeah, offended definitely. when a patient says, I want a second opinion, do you, Doc? 
No, I do not. Okay. I do not. And, you know, some people, I can say, you know, if uh, if you're comfortable in your own skin as a doctor, then you're, you're accustomed to that. Because I would do the same if that were myself. If I were seeing my own human physician and I wasn't getting better, I'd question. And, of course, this didn't go the way I thought we should or we're not getting better. You know, it, it's, it's worth a small investment and the peace of mind. And you may find that your vet is doing everything that can be done. Um, you know, but that's certainly um, worth investigating. And, uh, you know, we owe it to our babies to, to exhaust any reasonable um, uh, steps within our ability. So, yeah, I'd encourage you, Wallace. And, uh Get some samples. You know me. I'm always into the goo. I'm yeah, always into like the gross that. stuff. You like to do tests and samples that uh, are just gooey. And you're all, you're, I, every time I see you that's not in the office environment, you're like, or in the studio environment, you, you're looking over like a, one of those microscopes. <laughs> it's into, CSI. It you know, veterinary weird. medicine is so cool. is Animal Radio Network. Attention car owners, if your vehicle has less than 125,000 miles or if your current warranty is about to expire, this message is for you. You can now get extended coverage for your vehicle at much lower rates than dealers offer. How? By cutting out the middleman. Logic Car Care has set up a special toll-free number so you can get a free, no-obligation quote direct. $5,000 engine replacements and other expensive repairs will cost you nothing. You pick the repair shop and we'll pick up the bill. Plus, receive free 24-hour roadside assistance, free flat tire service, free jump start service, and low monthly payment options. Feel secure knowing each plan is backed by a solid A-rated insurance company. It's coverage that's customized to meet your needs. Get peace of mind about future expensive car repair bills. Call for your free quote now. 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. Don't wait. Call 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. This is Animal Radio, baby. Hey, I'm trying to still figure out why Michael Vick, a picture of Michael Vick holding a puppy is on the front of our website. That's just wrong. That is, uh, wow. AnimalRadio.com, just in case you want to go check it out and drive our, our traffic up horrendously, thus driving up our sponsorship dollars, and we could all buy BMWs. Was that, did I say that on air? Yeah, you I'm said sorry that out about loud. that. Happy holidays. Uh, Christmas <laughs> just 12 days away, and uh, if you're of my faith, the Jewish faith, you're celebrating Hanukkah today, but not really, because my religion's more the animal thing. I just love animals, and this is my church, as I say every Saturday here on Animal Radio. So uh, let's get Vic off the front of the website, if you can do that. Appreciate that. <laughs> do that right She's actually, she actually just ran into the other room right there to uh, get it off the website right now. She's talking to the webmaster. Very excited about this. See how I have power around here? All I have to do is say something... And just like that. Yeah, yeah. When you're talking about that power, I'm just thinking, can you say, you know, I'm allowing you to have this power, you know. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate that. I feel I feel important. I feel like... Uh, yeah, you do. You're but the, we all know you're, you're the alpha dog here. 
And we know that. Everyone knows. When the bloody talks, everybody's listening. Now, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking to someone about dogs and party hats. I don't really understand this. Who cares? There's dogs and party hats. Now, will you be putting your dog in a party hat and do dogs like this? I don't know. Could you translate me? You know what? I, there's no translation. It's it's exactly what you're hearing. It's uh, I'm just as confused as you are, Vladi, and I speak English. But in three days is the deadline for this big contest where you have to dress your dog in like a hat or some kind of clothing and you can get a gelato flavor named after your dog it's all on the way of big prizes i'm confused as <laughs> wow you know I, I, i'm getting idea why don't we dress a ladybug in the cat uh, in the cat suit and uh, you know i'll hey. after that invite my mika you know to introduce to the lady reintroduce to the ladybug <gasps> <laughs> does uh, does Mika wear clothing? I mean, can you put a hat? Yeah, on? yeah. She she has a favorite clothes, and uh, it's a sheriff. Oh yeah. So, so that's what she is. She's like a Vladi, you know. She likes to be in charge and control, and uh, you know, when she when we come to another client, she's like a model dog, and she's she's helping me sometimes train the pets. For instance, yesterday I had one client whose dog didn't want to jump in her um, very expensive vehicle. You know, here in Newport Beach, you like you, you know, the, the vehicle which you mentioned, BW, whatever Mercedes. This is just like uh, in uh, Michigan uh, Ford Escort. Oh, yeah. So, but that. One was Bentley. You know the Bentley? Oh, you mean she would hop yeah. into cheaper cars, but she wouldn't get into the very expensive Bentley, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Bentley. And that dog didn't want to jump into the Bentley, and the people basically was dragging her, and that dog didn't want to jump in. So I just opened the door and said, listen, let, let the kin, my canine coach teach your dog. So I say, Mika, in! And Mika jump in that vehicle with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile, and another dog, you know, just follow her up, and she said, thank you, Mika, and gave her hungry bucks. That's the tip. Can you imagine? She gave me hungry bucks like a... Wow. Like a like a packet exchange. Now, is that all that you did, though? Because I understand you're pretty hot with the ladies. I I mean, we have a lot of people. A lot of ladies will call just to speak to you. Just to, I, there must be something very sexy about the Russian voice. The, it's the maybe. It's maybe. Even before they even see me, when, when they see me after, when they see me, it's gonna, it gets even worse. That, but, that uh, seals the deal right there, huh? Yeah, it seals the deal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that, that's what, what you know. Before I dropped in today in the studio, we had some great time in the Fashion Island and uh, did the shopping. Was for an hour. My client was her dog, who was totally off leash. So even though I sounds entertaining and uh, do the stuff and entertaining well, but I'm very knowledgeable and uh, serious. Dog. You're very so you know what you're doing and there's high not performance. Yeah. High performance. My clients have high expectations and I'm delivering very very upscale result. And and high maintenance too. Not that you're high maintenance. No, <laughs> uh, that's not what I meant. If you want to talk to Vlade right now, one eight six six four oh five eight four oh five. Someone cut me off, please. <laughs> they should. They should. Yeah, they should never let you begin. That's a nice little editorial comment. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Animal Radio, baby. Welcome back to Animal Radio. 
starting to feel like the holiday season around here. I see that Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog is wearing her holiday get-up outfit. What is that? little red and green little outfit? Red, yeah, a little red sweater. And I, I haven't put on her antler ears yet. I'm saving that. <laughs> Does she mind Don't when you do, do this? that to that poor dog. <laughs> she likes me. Does she like it? She, she does not. She yeah. I don't know about that. I, I, seriously, I don't think she likes See, it. The last she time looks cute, and it's funny, but uh-huh. I don't think she likes it. The last time you tried to put the antlers on, she peed. She piddled all over. I think she's, oh, no. I think she thinks that it's a, a submissive, submissive thing. Submissive thing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Maybe like, she's just totally embarrassed. Are you getting uh, <laughs> pictures taken with Santa? Uh, you you make that sound like it's a question. Of course I'm getting pictures taken with Santa. I understand Petco. They're doing it free tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow morning before will, 11 a.m. Will we be receiving them then as our holiday gifts, as our, as our Christmas y- cards? Yeah. And you all like them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to bake something too, okay? Because that's what people really want is like baked goods and a card. Yeah, this is stuff people do mm-hmm. that don't have any money. That's <laughs> uh, the thought that counts. Hey, right. it works. Yes. Hey, you know what we do have before the end of the show, and you can actually re-gift this if you want to, if you have a young, well, like a grandchild or something like this, because this is for young kids. You know the movie that uh, was released yesterday, uh, the brand new Disney 2D Princess. Princess and the Frog. And the Frog. There's the uh, Zippity Learning System, Disney's The Princess and the Frog Learning Game. I happen to have one of four. Actually, the, the one well, last week hasn't cool. been picked up yet. Oh. You're gonna pick it up? Yes, they are. Okay. And we're gonna give it away uh, before the end of the show today. It's one of these high energy learning systems that gets children dancing and jumping and playing and learning with Disney characters they love. How fun! Plus, we're gonna throw in two movie T-shirts, frog slippers, and mini posters. And that'll happen before the end of the show here today. Dr. Debbie's here to answer your vet medical questions at one 405 8405 Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn bringing the ha-ha. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Bobby working feverishly on news. What are you doing? Well, you know, it is the holidays, and we do like to see mistletoe hanging around from time to time. Yep. But that's one of many dangers <laughs> for pets in the house. Really? Hell, okay. stop kissing Vinny. He doesn't like it. <laughs> Tell him to stop standing there, and Actually, I won't kiss him. I- <laughs> I've been curious about this the whole show. I, I completely don't understand. Dogs in party hats. Who cares? It's dogs in party hats. I don't care what it is. How can you go wrong with that? Because I'm concerned that Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua, might be involved in this somehow. And, of course, I'm <laughs> concerned about her welfare. She is, isn't she? Uh, no comment. Okay. We have she likes her party hats. Carla Gambisha? Gambisha? Is it Gambesha. Gambesha. Oh. <laughs> Are you a paisan? No, I'm sorry. No, he's not. <laughs> no, but I, I have a, I'm a, I have a soft spot for Italian women. As most guys do. Yes, you've got to. So tell us, what is Dogs in Party Hats about? Okay, well, it's an outrageously fun contest and fundraiser for the benefit of a serious cause, which is um, Guiding Eyes for the Blind. Oh. And... Um, Okay, so you have to kind of get yourself into this mindset, okay? Mm-hmm. I, am, I am a foodie, and um, I have a restaurant um, that's just north of New York City called mm. the Avanti. I bet it is so good. And <laughs> it is good, and um, it has um, a very authentic gelateria, and so we have wonderful gelato. And so I also happen to be very passionate about dogs. I love dogs. So... It's kind of an occupational thing with me, okay? Everywhere I look, I see flavors, okay? Uh-huh. And um, when I see, like, a little pug go by, I think, butter rumba. And then, 
<laughs> okay, so like, and then I see a collie, and I think, oh, that's like pumpkin latte, or a little chihuahua could be like a little ginger snap or mojito sorbet. Or and and then like. how, do, how do you use it at your restaurant? Do you make gelato out of it? What's well, the- well here, here's the idea behind dogs and party hats, is that um, it's it's a, a contest and a fundraiser. So I'm asking people to basically unleash their imagination mm-hmm. and to um, conjure a flavor name of gelato um, that's suggested by the appearance and personality of their dog. Okay. You know, when, and now you can have even more fun with this if you attire the dog in a party hat sure. or other fun doggy garb because you can kind of create, like, flavor accent or... You know, we'll have a little bit more fun with it. So it doesn't have to be necessarily a party hat. It could be like a bow tie or some kind oh, of... Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Yes, it could be a bow tie. It could be a little scarf. Um, oh. And we've, we've gotten some very interesting entries where people have even, like, put their dog in a situation that's suggestive of the flavor. I mean, somebody <laughs> has a, a dog that they, they called it a, a Alaskan avalanche, and they had this cute little Bichon on skis. Ah. With little goggles, and he was very snowy looking. And people are actually even just maybe even submitting photographs that they have of their dog and attaching mm-hmm. flavor names to it. I mean, and people, and then other people are kind of going all out with it. And the way you enter, we have a, a website, which is dogsandpartyhats.com. And you basically think of, you know, what is your dog's gelato nature, and you take a photo and you just upload the photo and the entry. The entry fee, which is $20, goes directly to Guiding Eyes for the Blind, so it's entirely going to charity. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have 12 winners, and um, over the course of 2010, each month, I'm going to create a gelato flavor inspired by each of the winning dogs. How fun. You haven't mentioned your restaurant name yet. I don't know if you're just being modest yeah, or not, no, but go it's, ahead. Go it's, ahead. It's called it's called Viavanti, V-I-A-V-A-N-T-I, and um, we're in the train station of Mount Kisco, just uh, north of New York City, and um, it's a little fun Italian place, and we are very community-oriented. It sounds like a great charity. It sounds like a lot of fun. Now, Judy, will you be dressing up your animal, uh, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Chihuahua? And what kind of flavor would she be? I don't know. This is, you know, gave me a lot to think about. I, you know, I was thinking about Ladybug's Luscious Licks or something like okay. that. Okay, well, you have three days because okay. the deadline is December 15th at oh, midnight God. to submit yeah, this. Okay. And, of course, helping a great cause. The website is dogs in partyhats.com now don't go to dogs in partyhats.org that's a completely different site and it's really not for your eyes you shouldn't see <laughs> I was a little embarrassed it's dogs in partyhats.com of course we link to everything that you heard today at animalradio.com Carla thank you so much for joining us well thank you and please everyone do this because we just have a few days left and we are our goal is to be able to um, fund a guide dog team and we're very, very close. And so, you know, taking the time to do this um, would really make a difference in someone's life. So please, everyone, have fun and enter. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to the phones next with Dr. Debbie, Vlade, Vinny, Joy, Susan, and Bobby. You want to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now, one 405 Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. 
able to. A curious deer in Palo Alto, California, got his head stuck in a plastic pumpkin head bucket left over from Halloween. The deer was found by Chia Wu, who called an animal control officer after she was unable to convince the deer to let her help him. Officer William Warrior tried to calmly catch the deer, who kept running into trees with a pumpkin hat acting as a helmet. By anticipating the deer's movements, Warrior was able to get ahead of it and free the disoriented deer from the pumpkin head. The very thankful deer returned to the woods all natural. Warrior said it was a first for him, although he occasionally finds skunks with their heads trapped in your play containers. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stand strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. This December, you can log on to their website for a chance to win a fabulous prize for your canine companion. You can enter every day, December 1st through the 25th at FidoFriendly.com for the 25 days of Fido Friendly gift giving. Prizes include jewelry, clothing, food, books, and a grand prize from Bissell, the Pet Hair Eraser Vacuum. Pick up a copy of the December issue featuring Hillary Swank at your local bookstore. For contest rules, visit FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. 25 days of gift giving. Just what Fido needs to get in the holiday spirit. You're listening to Animal Radio. Let me cut you back there. I don't think we should be drinking the eggnog before the end of the show. Give that back to me. 1-866-405-8405. The whole team uh, gathered around here. We have uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, already in her Christmas garb, it looks like. You've dressed her up today. Isn't she festive? Well, she looks so cute. Very cute. I like that. I, I like the festive look. Twelve days away from Christmas. Hanukkah begins today. And, uh, of course, I celebrate the religion of just loving our pets. And this is my church right here, Animal Radio, every weekend. Coming up in just a few minutes, well, another list of top ten pet products you should have for the holidays. And why I say another list is because we did a list last week. Yeah, these are li- the last week's list was things that we've used in the studio for the past year, some tr- items that we've tried. Good stuff. And we liked, yes. We, we liked, but kind of a bore. <gasps> no, they were. 
<laughs> We're list makers here, you know? I like that. Well, we've got a top ten unusual pet product list. Unusual pet products. These are the pet products that you might not think of. Well, for the animal that has everything. Or the person who has everything animal. Yeah. There are some really wild things out there when you really start looking, so I'm excited. I can't wait on this one. Look at this. I don't want to give it away, but mm-hmm. number nine is the wall-hanging clock aquarium. It's a it's a clock that you... It's an aquarium. It's a clock and an aquarium. <laughs> so the, Two the, things in one. Two things in one. The, the fish can actually watch time pass by. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing that sometimes. There. Right You're the now. clock watcher in your office. Yes. One Eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. Doctor Debbie, Vlade, Vinny, Joy, Susan. Oh, Joy has giveaways. No, Susan has giveaways. Susan has giveaways. Oh, very cool. Also, Bobby on the way working on news right now. She has. She says most of us go shopping for our pets, and this year, more than half of us are going to go shopping more than we spent last year on pets. Did that make sense? Not really. Sorta. So, you know what? The words were all there. You put them in the right order. Okay. This is free. You know, you can change the channel right now. But we hope you don't. We love you. one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Okay, we don't really love you. This is the, this is like the honest... This, this is when you shush. Point. Yeah, turn him off. <laughs> hey, it's Vinny Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining me. I wanted to tell you about a racket my brother's got going on. My brother's uh, lived in New York City um, for about 20 years now, longer than that maybe even. And uh, one of my sisters is going to be away for the holiday, and he's decided to come in and dog sit for her, her dog Lucky, while she's gone. Well, that's all well and good because I figured he had a place to crash. Now I didn't need to be bothered with him. and just, you know, have him uh, over when it suits me. And now, just got back to me that this is the deal that he procured to dog sit for his own sister. She pays for his train ticket in, round trip. She stocks the fridge with food, the car with gas, and the cupboards with booze. The only thing missing is an actual fee on top of it. Now, am I wrong? I mean, dog sitting I respect as a gig, but my brother really... I mean, he's really pulling a fast one here, and she is going for it. Plus, it's like she's forgotten uh, how he was when we were kids. Half of her CDs are going to be gone. Silverware is going to be gone. Uh, A lot is going to be missing when she gets back. You know, the more I think about it, I'd like to dog sit for Lori when she goes away. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Wow, phones ringing nonstop with great suggestions for the top 125 dogs in popular culture. The AKC, or the American Kennel Club, has called upon Animal Radio to help them put together this list. I'm not sure why, but we're calling on you now to help us with our homework. We're like the, we're like the kid, <laughs> we're the bully. Do our homework for us. <laughs> Procrastinate to the last minute. <laughs> okay. We uh, we omitted Lassie. For a while, and then uh, because we forgot. But yeah. of course, Lassie really is one of the most impressionable dogs of. He was in my time. Sure. What about you, Doc? 
Oh, oh gosh, so many. I mean, probably my younger years, um, Underdog oh, yes, was a, a big favorite. He was like the Superdog character. Okay, yeah. let's put him on the list there. Will you put that on the list? If you want to help us with our list, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I understand we have Coast 103.5 in Los Angeles listener Alan on with us. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm doing good. How can we help you today? My cat is pooping outside of his box, like up in the laundry room and downstairs. Pooping okay. out of the box. Yucky. Very bad stuff. My cat's so do you, cupcake. Do you have more than one kitty or just this kitty? Only this kitty. All righty. And uh, is he an inside cat or outdoor indoor? He's an inside cat. Well, the first thing that I would like to tackle when we talk about litter box problems in cats when we're talking poop we're talking the number two we're talking the solid stuff then the number one thing i look at is they're not doing this to get even with us they're generally doing this because there's some kind of problem with their box there's a litter box aversion of some sort so when we talk about peeing out of the box it tends to be more of a maybe a marking situation um but with pooping, it's generally going to be something that something's not right in the world when it comes to the litter pan. So the first thing I always do is look within and uh, check out that litter box situation because it's as simple as sometimes as a dirty pan, not clean to their liking or frequency. Um, sometimes litter pans can be too small. So a cat that weighs 13 pounds is going to need one of the extra large litter pans. Um, or even the covers on litter pans can be very um, uncomfortable for cats. And it can, they can bump them and they can cause some discomfort. And if they don't like that feeling, they're not going to use it and they're going to go somewhere else. Um, and then there's even differences in litter. And gosh, you, you can probably buy uh, lots of different litters and, and try those all, all the different types with the crystals or the scooping or the clay. And you have to kind of try and experiment to see what kitties like and don't like. But after that's all done, you know, then I would say there can be some medical reasons for a cat not using the box. But first, I try to keep it simple. Look at that litter box environment, figure out why they might not like it. Um, I've even had cats where they won't use their litter pan and they'll poop around the corner because it's in a noisy area. You know, there's a child in the house and kids can be noisy, uh, especially little babies. So if there's things that make them not want to go to that spot um, or say, for instance, they've gone to the litter pan and something's happened when they've been in the litter pan, uh, something falls off a shelf and hits them when they're in the litter pan or a loud noise, they may have an aversion to that litter pan in the future, even though that's never going to happen again. They don't know that. They remember the bad feeling they had in the litter pan. So I, I had a cat that wouldn't go into the litter pan because it had a cover on it. And I thought for the longest time, I couldn't figure out what was going on. But I put a cover on because it was a messy cat and it would, you know, the litter would be all over the house. Mm -hmm. So I figured I'd put a cover on. I guess they they also could feel enclosed in there, like they won't go in there for some reason. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like us. If you go to a public restroom and it's really tight and conf confining, I don't like to go to those bathrooms. Sure. So same thing for cats. And, you know, that can go even a step further where I've had cats that don't like a average size litter pan. And we might have to pull out something unusual, like an under the uh, bed, those little storage boxes. Sometimes you may have to even have a cat get a larger um, litter pan, something like that. Or even I've had a lady who had five cats and she used a small kitty pool and she used that as her litter pan. Um, so we have to think 
outside of the box, if you will, <laughs> and really look at it at the cat level. What would be appealing to you if if you were using a litter pen? And that's kind of strange to say, I, I think, but um, there's a lot of issues, and it's usually something that's just not right in their environment. Um, so I would have to say that, Alan, I would say first and foremost, I would make sure you have extra pans, litter pans for your kitty on if you have different levels of the house and have those pans on different levels. And if there's a set area where the kitty is pooping, put a box actually there, if at all possible, because if they like that spot and they're choosing that spot, you know, we can work with that. We want to work with that instinct. So give them the litter pan there, and then we can try some of the other things to try to make their litter environment happier. So I, I hope those tips can be so, of some help for you there. Alan, I want to send you some world's best cat litter. We use it here in the studios. We have no problem whatsoever. It's a great cat litter, and if I can, I'm going to send some to you free of charge, our little gift from the, for you for the holidays. See if your cat okay. likes that, okay? Okay. Thank you for listening to Animal Radio. Hold on for one second. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. And if you want to pick up on some World's Best Cat Litter with $3 off, coupon at the website at animalradio.com. While it isn't as big as Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, the Animal Radio website at animalradio.com sure is uh, more gratifying than any one of those websites. Well, maybe not YouTube late at night. There's all kinds of fun things you can surf. <laughs> but there's a lot of fun things at animalradio.com, too, as well as your ability to get in touch with any one of us. You can email your questions. For instance, let's say you have a question about your dog or your cat or your iguana or your fish or your cactus or your chia pet, but you don't want to call in and be put on the radio. I understand. You might be shy, but you want answers, and you want to talk to our vet, Dr. Debbie. You can actually email her directly with your question, and she'll try to answer them. Same thing with Vlade. Same thing with Vinny and Joy. We all have our separate little emails, and uh, you can spam us right at uh, animalradio.com. All the good... Uh, no, you send us your question. We don't like spam, no, but... <laughs> Yeah, and I'm feeling a little insecure with the kind of spams that I'm getting. So whoever's sending those to me, please stop. What kind of email are you getting right now, Dr. Debbie? Oh, you know, hey, yeah, I did get some really good stuff, uh, timely with the holidays. Um, I had one, and I'll just, let me pull it out here, and I'll read it for you. Uh, Dr. Debbie, uh, I don't feed my two dogs and two cats any leftovers um, normally or during the holidays, but even my friends who know a lot about leftovers don't see the harm in it. So what can I actually say to people when they say a little won't hurt my pets? Oh, you mean to be Um, nice. It's like etiquette, like Miss Manners. Yeah, so this is kind of another little stretch for me here. But, uh, I mean, I think everyone, well, everyone knows in their heart that feeding from the table can cause problems. Uh, what is that, pancreatitis or something? Pancreatitis, gastroenteritis, obesity, and it can cause that trend of begging. So mm. all of those things can definitely be a problem. And I guess... I'd like to say on this line, um, and this was signed by Kat. Um, so Kat, I would say, well, just because dogs like to eat things, um, for instance, they like to eat feces, but we don't feed them from the toilet, do oh, we? Yeah. No, we <laughs> so, no, try to, try to tell the people that one, and that won't go over very well over at the dinner table. Um, but I would, I would basically say that um, this is the way we've raised our dogs, and we believe in preventative health. So we try to avoid problems, and you can tell them a story, make up something, tell them a little Dr. White lie about uh, your Aunt Judy who uh, fed the dogs and it cost $2,000 for a pancreatitis bout, and uh, maybe that'll change their or, attention. Or how about Aunt Judy who tried to feed the dog and uh, got her hand bit off, the dog bit her hand off, spent the whole holiday in the hospital, the emergency room. 
No? I'm sorry. Uh, Sometimes my yeah, mind. Yeah. No. The eggnog. We love your emails. Your voice at animalradio.com or email us directly from the animalradio.com website. Which this week still sports a picture of Michael Vick holding a puppy. I can't figure Get it out. Get rid of that picture. This is an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. The only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. An Arkansas-based nonprofit group is working to find foster homes for the pets of deployed military personnel. Linda Sperlin Dominic founded Guardian Angels four years ago and runs it out of her Hot Springs home. She, along with volunteers, have matched over 300 requests for military families across the country. And while foster parents are not paid for taking care of the pets, they do get reimbursed for veterinary care. The foster parents often send emails to the soldiers and update them on their pets. And the holiday spirit showed up early in Michigan where two groups of volunteers helped restock the supplies at WAGS, Wonderful Animals Giving Support. The program is part of Michigan's AIDS Coalition that provides pet supplies and support for the animals of people living with HIV. Student volunteers from nearby Macomb Community College collected and delivered almost a ton of pet food, blankets, dog and cat toys, and supplies. The project coordinator said those donations were enough to help their clients through the holidays. And here's a list of potential holiday hazards that you're going to want to avoid if you have pets. Unless, of course, you want to make that trip to the emergency vet hospital this year. Avoid poinsettia plants. They're pretty in the house, but they're not good for the pets. Also avoid lilies, holly, and mistletoe. No tobacco, rhubarb leaves, mushrooms, raw fish, or eggs. Just don't give them to your pets. Damn it. Also, don't give them don't give them onions or garlic. Not only is it bad breath, it's bad for them. Avoid bones or fat trimmings. Stay away from chocolate, caffeine, macadamia, or Brazil nuts. All dairy products and raisins or grapes. They are very, very dangerous for your pets. For info on having a pet safe holiday, contact your local veterinarian. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. Scratch that nut gift pack that I'm giving the dog. Yes. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for changing litter brands. Remember to transition gradually. Cats are creatures of habit and switching abruptly to a new type of litter may result in litter box problems like not using the new litter at all. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Okay, let me just be up front right now. We've had a little bit of eggnog, all of us here. <laughs> As a warning, yeah. Animal Radio. Of course, Vlade comes in that way every weekend. He has yeah. a little tea, but uh, we're getting ready for the holidays here. It's the only chance we get to get Yeah, I'm going to start calling this tea. Tea. <laughs> yeah. This healthy... For the wild turkey that's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that wild turkey? Right. Okay. This healthy helping of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue. Damn, they must be proud. Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural <laughs> food for dogs and cats. You love them like family. So feed them like family with Blue. We have uh, we actually use the uh, Blue cat food. They love here. it. They love that stuff. And it has those ingredients that are non what do they call those? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nutritious. Yeah, well, it has They're those, good for too. for you. Not the usual chicken and the usual beef. That, uh, novelty. Novelty protein. Yes, novelty yeah, Thank you very much for that. Stuff. So we love that stuff. Check it out. If you're looking for a food, check out Blue. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to give away another Zippity learning system from Disney. Woohoo! It's the Princess and the Frog learning game. 
uh, with the uh, movie T-shirts, the frog slippers, previously worn, yes, well, almost worn. No, actually. Mini posters, and we're doing this through Christmas to celebrate The Princess Frog, which opened yesterday's in theaters. The great voice cast, uh, including Oprah Winfrey. He's got to make a living somehow. Put it away now. Also, Emerald Lagasse. Marlon the Gator in the movie. And to shoot this movie, it's like 2D. And I didn't understand that. I was like, you know, we're in 3D, we're in 4D. Now, why are we going back to 2D? 2D. But it's kind of celebrating the old style, the old animation style of Disney. And you'll appreciate that, Bobby, I'm sure. It takes about 20 minutes for an animator to create one drawing for the Princess and the Frog. And it took animators... One cell. One cell. 20 to 40 hours to create the basis of an individual scene. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is the background, everything else. I mean, when you look at cartoons, really look at them and see what's Closely. there. Especially the classic ones from the 30s and 40s. The artwork that's involved is just amazing. They should be very proud if you haven't had a chance to see it, go out and see it. I saw it yesterday. No, I didn't. I'm supposed to say that. I haven't seen it yet. But I'm going to go see it. I promise. <laughs> Coming up in just a few minutes, dogs in party hats. I don't know what that's about. But uh, right now, we welcome back to the airwaves, the animal radio airwaves, from PetGadgets.com. Jeff Mott joining us with his countdown, the top ten unusual pet product picks. For hey, cool. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good. Hi, Judy. Hi, Jeff. Vladdy hey, over here. Oh, hi, Bobby. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it takes too long to say hello to everybody. You are the expert when it comes to pet gadgets, and especially unusual pet gadgets. You have a website, petgadgets.com, easy to remember, and you uh, list off the top ten items every year for us. And I wish we had a drum roll. We simply don't. Guido's going to get on that. Uh, For Christmas, I'm going to get him a drum roll. But our number ten product from Jeff Mott and petgadgets.com would be... A pet party prince. It's a pet-friendly gift wrapping paper. What's so great about it is there's, it has a contemporary and playful design, but they, there's like five different choices. So it's safe, environmentally friendly, and the, the animals love it. You know it's going to be safe when they go to rip them open. And um, it, it's just a great little uh, deal now that's out there for wrapping paper for dogs. Oh, cool. and, and that's the favorite part of unwrapping the gifts for the animals. Is <laughs> they like the wrapping in the box. It it's hysterical. Yes. yes. Exactly. So Not, I'm excited to have that. So that, that's uh, that's definitely one of our top choices there. If you want to pick up on this pet-friendly gift wrap, Pet Party Prince. Why don't you give us a call right now, one 405 8405 How many are we giving away there? We have 10 of them. 10 to give away. Okay, next 10 callers, one 405 8405 to wrap those Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or just the gifts uh, size 15. Hey, stop that. Coming in at number nine. This would be called the Helmet House. Think of this as like a football helmet and different colors and everything to match the logo insignia of your favorite NCAA team. Now, they're also working with the NFL as well. Um, It's just a big, huge house that can be actually for different sizes, whether it's smaller or large dog, that they can actually rest in this house. And uh, it's like a den for them. And it's really stylistic. So it goes with your house really nice. I'm looking at a Chargers. Yeah, Yeah, one of these Charger helmets that uh, actually is a doghouse. That is so Very cool. cool if you like your team this year. Coming yeah. in at number eight. This is a wall hanging clock aquarium. Um, this is brand Ooh. new. We're the first to represent this uh, on the market. It's a an aquarium, but it's also a clock, so it's dual functional. It's uh, aesthetically pleasing. It's a uh, contemporary quartz designer clock, sleek and self-contained. Uh, it's nice uh, because you actually can see the hands, but it's totally not affecting the fish because they're swimming behind it. Ah. So it's really cool, and it hangs right on the wall. How 
How do they do that? that? This would be a fun gift for the drunk in your life because that would really screw with <laughs> the mess with their head at all. Okay, let's. That would be fun. Get that for Bobby. <laughs> Coming in at number seven. This is called the DNA Pet Portrait. It's a beautiful. I bet. Yeah, this is really neat. It's a beautiful way to celebrate the spirit of your friend. It's a. It takes a Q-tip, uh, Q-tip swab, and you take it from the mouth, and uh, it gives the DNA of your pet. And they've done dogs, cats, horses, lizards, reptiles, mammals, and what it does, it creates a beautiful like artwork uh and it has all the different colors and it represents the dna of your animal and it's really neat and it comes in a glass uh, frame and uh it's it, it retails for 199 there's different sizes that's an eight by ten wow. but i've never seen anything like it and it's brand new to the market and there's that's pictures cool. of course at the website at petgadgets.com and we link to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com coming in at number six this is called the spotless paw. I'm sure, especially during the holidays, the animals, uh, the dogs are going to go crazy and run outside sometimes. And if it's snow and muddy and everything else like that, you need a way to clean them up. And uh, the spotless paw is a, it's actually a six-finger cleaning glove. The reason they do that is so you can, if you're a lefty, it works for you. If it's a righty, it works for you. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah, there's six. Really can you have six fingers. Yeah, did somebody for notice that when they made it? I was wondering if it was just for a different gene pool, but okay, now you've explained it. Exactly. So it's great. What's amazing about it is it holds 600% of the weight in dirt, mud, and water. It absorbs all that. And that's what's uh, unusual versus everything else on the market right now. So that's a great little uh, gift. And coming in at number five on the countdown of the top pet gadgets for 2010. This is called the Storm Defender Cape. Uh, research has showed that dogs sense the static charge that builds up in the thunderstorm. Wow. What happens is this lightning uh, produces all this ahead of time, and the dogs, I don't know if you have a problem, but my dog runs into the shower, or sometimes it'll even just escape and run away. So what this does is think of it like a superhero cape, and you put it on the animal, and it discharges that electricity ahead of time, and it really is a, wow. produces a calming effect for the animal. And I've uh, been told, and I've actually personally seen it as well, that dogs Dogs become so used to having this, they start to eventually can can use it or not use it, and they start to not worry so much about the storm. You can put an S on it because yeah, it's a red so cape. Cool. You put a little S on it, be a super dog. Diamond and yellow. Yeah, we'll yeah, get one for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming in at number four. This is called the embroidered placemat. And, I, I'm uh, sorry, you, your caller ID hit there for a second. What's it called? Let's hope it doesn't do that again. Okay. A- embroidered pet placemat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we offer it in small, medium, and large. And uh, it has the ability to put the name of your animal on this placemat. So if you have your dog named Charlie, you'll see it right there with their bowl of water and food. Okay. Jeff Mott is with us, and he's counting down the top ten. He's already getting calls for orders right now. His website, PetGadgets.com. <laughs> and uh, we go to number three. Number three. It's called the Soft Heart Pillow. If your dog has been deceased but you still want to remember it, what this is is you put a, it's a drawstring pouch that you can place the ashes of your animal mm-hmm. and you put it inside a pillow that they actually make and it's uh, satin and everything and it's really, um, it's a way to just remember your animal like a, you could even put the lock of the, the hair of the dog and, and at least it's right there for you so if you're on the couch or whatever, it's, it's, it's a kind of a comforting way to still remember your animal. Wow. Number two, please. All right. It's called the Huggix Pet Feeding Bowl and Stand. This is a real modern looking bowl, but it's angled. And the angle of it is really nice because the dogs, when if you really watch how they eat, instead of always straight down grunting, this kind of is at their exact 
normal disposition how they normally eat and it just it's a it's, it's great also for dogs that have that elizabeth collar that they wear because oh, yeah. they can't get to the food these items i love because you know every every year we do the countdown and let's uh-huh. see last week it was pretty common items yeah you know, some six picks that we use regular you know with I, I fell asleep frankly i don't know if listeners noticed that i fell asleep during the countdown last week no, we didn't notice but that. the nice. things that uh, <laughs> that jeff picks they're always very exciting very different very cutting edge very fun so I would bookmark his website, and his number one pick is coming up next on Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Okay, time to check out the website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. Roxy. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. That's your dog telling you to visit joypetproducts.com. Your dog doesn't want to be cold and wet this winter any more than you do. Visit joypetproducts.com where you'll find the original Goose Down filled doggy coat. Your dog will enjoy the lightweight warmth and comfort and you'll love the easy wear, easy care. When it's not as cold, pick up a perfect fit embroidered hoodie in designs to fit every dog's personality. All of our items are made in the USA and Canada to fit tiny toys to larger breeds. Joypetproducts.com. Superior quality, great style, happy dogs. This is Animal Radio, baby. All these weird gadgets are at PetGadgets.com. I'm always very excited. The number one pick. I always get a little nervous, as you can see. I'm sweating. You are. Look at you. Well, it's this deal. Hey, I'm sweating over here. It's uh, Hanukkah today. It's just started. If you've done your shopping, well, good for you. If you haven't, hopefully you're uh, celebrating Christmas. You have 12 days away to do that, to buy your presents and deliver them to your animals or to your your pet loving friends. There's a lot of gifts this year that I seem on the that I see on this list. They're mostly for the humans. There's a couple for the cats. I love the wall hanging clock aquarium. Looks very nice. Mm-hmm. Want one of those? If anyone wants to know what I want for Christmas. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. That are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Jeff Ma joining us with the number one pick for 2010. 
All right, this is called the puppy bumpers. Puppy bumpers are stuffed pillow collars that prevent small and blind dogs from slipping through gaps in fences, balcony rails, or under gates. These stylish safety devices are stuffed with fiber fill, so they are light and comfortable for dogs to wear, and they're also machine washable. My dog uh, could have used this. I mean, thank God there was no issues, but she was blind, and she got accidentally behind the fence, and of course, there was a big drop, but we, we grabbed her just in time, but I realized how great this uh, innovative product is, so it's great, like I said, for blind dogs as well as small dogs that have a way of slipping through these little cracks. Hmm. It's uh, it's like a donut that goes around their neck, is that correct? Exactly. So there's, I mean, there's it's really genius. no way. They still have full functional ability to run around and do everything they want, but they can't sneak out. <laughs> Well, you've covered the gamut here. I'm going to put all these wonderful items over there at AnimalRadio.com, and you can order them, uh, of course, at PetGadgets.com. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us again. Oh, thank you, and happy holidays to everybody. We'll see you next year. You too. Okay, thanks. Okay, we just got Jeff. Just got a couple of calls to add to the list of favorite famous dogs for the AKC. They've actually... They want Animal Radio to help them compile the list of the top 125 dogs in popular culture. Why? 120 because we're such experts. We are such experts. So we're putting the list, but we need your help at 1-866-405-8405. Terry just called in. He says, Tinkerbell, Paris Hilton's oh, Chihuahua. Yeah. Put that on the oh, list. Yeah, huh. Huh. Okay. You forget forget that that one. Goes into foo-foo dog category. <laughs> and then, yeah, foo-foo dog category. That no foo-foo dogs. And uh, little seven-year-old Trisha just called. She says, what about Bo? Bo, Obama's Portuguese Obama, water dog. Yeah. Boy, good thing yeah, our listeners party. are on top of it. Yeah, We're lagging. On top of it yeah. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Now I want you to use that number to pick up on the Zippity Learning System at Disney's The Princess and the Frog Learning Game. This is the uh, high energy learning system. I could have used this as a kid. It's like a Wii for kids. <laughs> it gets children dancing. I've been playing with it. It's actually very entertaining. I don't know why they say, they say it's for kids, but this says a lot about Cal's me. entertained by small, sl- shiny objects. I am. He loves this game. It's a good game. It I'm keeps him busy. Out jumping of our around. I'm, I'm learning with the Disney characters, Bobby. You know what I mean? Plus, it's all about Disney. It is all about Disney. I'm going to throw in two movie t-shirts and frog slippers that I would have hijacked if they weren't like for a nine-year-old. Yeah, you tried yeah. to put your feet in them. You're There's, not the princess, no, pal. I'm not the she princess. She doesn't fit. I know I'm not the princess. You're going to give away somebody. That they're going to give them those slippers after your big stinky feet. Were I in couldn't them. get them nice in now. there, okay? Yeah, Let's just don't worry. Right now. Don't worry about, about it. it. <laughs> 1-866-405-8405. This is, makes a great gift for the kids or for the grandkids for the yes, hot 12 does. shopping days left Ooh, don't remind me. unless it's hanukkah for you and then you're too late <laughs> okay so do you guys get cold in your stocking this is animal radio this is jane lynch on animal radio please spay and neuter your animal spay or neuter let me say that again you don't want to do both spay or neuter let me say it again can i do that you can do whatever you want oh god bless i'm gonna try it one more time Hi, this is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay or neuter your animal. I love it. You do so good early in the morning. I, my <laughs> I'm mouth so caffeinated right now, can I tell you? I'm yeah. barely holding it together. This is Animal Radio. This healthy helping of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, Blue Buff, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. 
This year, 52% of pet owners, or I like to say pet guardians, plan on buying Christmas or Hanukkah gifts for their pets. If it's for Hanukkah, hey, this starts today. <laughs> you are my expert on Jewism. Really? And I have a legitimate Hanukkah question. And that is? If if you, as, as the Santa Claus people know, if uh-huh. they are bad... Santa brings them coal in the stocking. Yes. So what happens during the eight crazy nights that happens if you're bad? Oh, yeah. Boy, I wish I had some kind of witty answer for this, some kind of Jew answer uh-huh. for you. But uh-huh. how about a lifelong therapy bill? Okay. I, That's nice, Hal. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, you know, after the bar mitzvah, it was uh, yeah, adios, sort of. Like, yeah, you know, I collected was, the money. We're, yeah, we're going to have to put in a call to Adam Sandler and find out what the correct answer is. Because he is, after all, the authority on Hanukkah. There because of the Hanukkah song. Why don't you ask Adam Sandler about yes. that? All right. Twitter him. Um, because obviously, okay, I will. Oh, I wonder. We will find out. That'll be my project for the week. Oh, hey, and if you can ask on Twitter uh, some famous dogs for our list for the AKC here so we don't look like complete idiots when the AKC comes back and says, Hey, Animal Radio, where's your list? Uh, With uh, 12 days left before Christmas, more people are expected to buy gifts for their animals than last year. Almost half more. Wow. Who doesn't want to buy their pets a gift, though? I mean, I'd rather give my dogs a gift than Aunt Susie, you know? And you see, you you fit the typical (laughs) upper end of Modi on this. 62% female respondents are more likely to uh, get their animals gifts. The females Mm -hmm. are more likely to do that. So, guys, let's show them off this year and get your your dog or your cat or your iguana. At least hang a sock above the fireplace. Put something in it. Docking. That's what it is. A dog biscuit. Yes. Hi, Jay. How are you? I'm doing just fine, sir. How are you? Very good. Have you done your shopping yet for your animals? I have not even begun to even think of it. Oh. Good for you. Wait till that last minute. Just like me. I'm I'm not going to get home until after Christmas. Okay. Well, how can we help you? I have Dr. Debbie here, and she can answer almost any medical question. Well, I I hope so, uh, Dr. Debbie. I have a 10-year-old Yorkie, Uh, although we think he's more of a Sophie Turner than a Yorkie. Uh, He uh, has a, uh, well, I guess using Lottie's language, his his tennis just hangs out. Does not withdraw like it, uh, it used to. Hmm. Okay, and that's just a problem you're seeing now as he's older, or has that been going on on and off? Uh, pretty much on and off for the last uh, last year. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't really think it's gravity or. <laughs> Okay, and and I'd say, I mean, we have to get a little graphic here. So this is like Dr. Ruth for animals, but, I mean, is can, he can having an erection? Can you put on an accent, please? Like an can accent? I ask you if your, your dog is having an erection? <laughs> 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 he's, he's been fixed when he was a puppy. Um, okay. So uh, there's, uh, we do have a uh, another Yorkie uh, female, but... Uh, Okay, so that's out of the picture. That's not anywhere in here. So, you know, with a, a couple things come to mind um, for especially an older dog, and maybe um, one of the first things that I would look at if I had your little doggy in front of me is because he is a Yorkie, silky-type dog, 
we have a lot of hair, and um, one of the very common causes for a male dog to not be able to put their penis back into place would be that they can get hair caught around it. Ouch! Sounds horrible, but um, that would be something we can check very easily and very quickly with an exam. Um, if that happens, it's kind of an urgent problem, so you need to make sure that's addressed right away. So if we're not dealing with something like that, in an older pet, there's some things that I look at, and I would definitely look at our press state. I would look at the possibility for a lower back problem or, or some kind of neurologic problem because sometimes that tells us if uh, the uh, the circuitry isn't working right, we can see problems with the uh, penis not going back into place. Um, and then, you know, there's other things, infections and so forth. So um, I would really focus on those issues, get a good genitourinary checkup um, with your veterinarian, and that might mean getting a urine sample and might mean getting the glove on and checking out some of those deeper parts. Um, so, you know, cover his ears if, if he's listening right now. Cause We're I don't all turning red here in the studio. I'm glad this is radio. <laughs> I have to cover Hal's ears. Yes. But uh, how, how you are turning tension yeah, right there. I'm so. sorry about that. Here, I'm just going to hide. So, sorry about that, Jay. But really, I mean, this this can be a sign of something medically wrong that we would want to get addressed. So, and some of the other clues we might look for is if we are seeing problems with a back issue, we might see problems with uh, trouble getting up and down, maybe back uh, pain uh, when he's touched in the lower back area, things of that nature. And it's not unheard of to you know even get some infections in the urinary tract. Um, so those kind of things we can treat. Um, so I would say first and foremost, and, and I know you probably all get tired of me saying this, but um, I would get him to your vet and get a good checkup here because there are some things we can definitely turn around and get on the improvement. And, uh, you know, if it's something simple like some hair issues, boy, you know, that's a quick fix and that's a, a happy fella very quickly. So you can make him much more comfortable there. All right. I shall uh, get him in for a great checkup now. I appreciate it. All righty. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jay. We, we appreciate you listening. That's all we have time for today. Remember, everything you've heard on today, everything at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, you can get in touch with us all week long at 1-866-405-8405 or email us at yourvoice at AnimalRadio.com. That's all we have time for. We'll see you next week. Bye. Have a great week. is Animal Radio Network.